Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, Megan Fox thinks her head is the shape of an edamame. We'll talk Top Gun Maverick, WWE coming to Rapid City with Ronda Rousey, misheard song lyrics, Flint Rasmussen with PBR, and Todd and Julie Chrisley don't know best. Plus, a whole lot more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and some stars, and please follow us on TikTok. Just search for The Roadhouse Show. And also Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Bounce from the Roadhouse! So have you guys ever seen an edamame bean? Not really. No. I had to look it up. I don't yep. have a clue. <laughs> but it looks like a thing of pea, like a pea you get out of your garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bigger. We all have our insecurities. Even Megan Fox. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's kind of hard to believe, but you know. She thinks that her head is shaped like an edamame. Huh. And so she never wears her hair up. And this is all coming about because she just posted a picture of herself on her Twitter with her hair up. Hmm. Saying that she's insecure about it. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Edamame. I mean, How does I, she get that? I don't know. Was she like eating sushi one day and eating some edamame? And she's like, wow, that looks like my head. So there's edamames in sushi? Not in sushi, but usually, you know, you can order it as an appetizer. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Do oh, you get yeah. That at they're Sam's excellent. Club? You pick those up at Sam's Club? You can get them in the freezer section at oh, Sam's wow. Club. <laughs> Hey, yep. well, what can't you get mm-hmm. at Sam's Club? I know edamame is similar to the same word I used when I first seen her. Edamame. <laughs> edamame. Edamame. She's beautiful. I. Mm-hmm. She looks gorgeous with her hair up in that picture. She's not bad. I'd say she definitely does look like an edamame. I just want to beat her confidence down where maybe, just maybe, she would settle for a guy like me. <laughs> it is my goal in life <laughs> to look like an edamame now. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's just it. I mean, honestly, if you leave the edamame in the, the sleeve it comes in, you know, you kind of got the head, the little hourglass figure, if you will. I mean, all right. Yeah. I could see it. Put a little hair on the top. Yeah, edamame. Her head does look like, you know, it could be the tidy, tiny edamame bean and then the body. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. said, the shell. I well, prefer the middle edamame be a little bit bigger. But you yeah. think so? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, in a lot of ways, she's got a proportionally shaped head. I mean, I'm looking here. You guys can see. Yeah, I don't really see a flaw in her. Uh, no, you know? not one. Well, you guys ever play Wii or like design your own me on a Wii, you know, your yeah. own character? Uh-huh. And they had like the head shapes and there's like yeah. the perfectly shaped one where it just slowly tapers down to the yeah. chin. That's yeah. what she's got. I That's know what she's it. rocking. And I don't know why she's, she's right. complaining. She's right. It kind of does look like an edamame, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. she's saying it like it's a bad thing. It's kind of yeah, weird. You should write a song about it. I mean, oh. you know, there's songs about booties being shaped like, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Yeah. She could write a song about her head being shaped like an edamame. Bring me that edamame head. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. Get at me. Come on, girl. So looking around the room, what yeah. are our heads shaped like? Um, What's mine? Um, um, edamame. Really? I have an edamame head. No, more like a watermelon seed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Coming up with weird things here. I think you're kind of like a cantaloupe. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, I'll take a cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Wait, am I a cantaloupe on its side or am I a cantaloupe facing forward? That's a good it looks point. like the where you pull the, the, the stem out of. The stem would be on the top. Looks like the, the cat, bald part. The backside yeah. of a cat. <laughs> what, about, what about Dylan? What's he shaped like? Honestly, heads kind of do look like edamames. Yeah. I mean, okay, I get it. Beautiful. Megan Fox. You know, some of us are a little bit huskier than others, so when it's coming I, down here, you know. I think Dylan's more like an eggplant. An eggplant? 
you know. I think you're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. You've all been sending your open mics what you're insecure about, all stemming from the Megan Fox and her edamame head that we yeah. all think mm-hmm. is beautiful. It's yep. a horrible insecurity, Megan. You're ugly. <laughs> Get down here and say hi to me. When it comes down <laughs> to it, every single person is insecure about something. Nobody's feeling perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know what you guys are insecure about. Maybe mm-hmm. people can relate. You know, I don't really feel like I'm insecure about anything, to be honest. Really? Because I could care less what people think. Um, I think you're perfect. There's parts of me. There's parts of me that I'm like, dang, I wish that could be better. But at the same token, uh, so what? You know, whatever it is, what it is. I'm a little insecure about my coccyx. I fell when I was younger and broke my tailbone, and I think that's kind of why my butt's flat. So I got that. Okay. Um, but outside of that, never heard that one before. Hey, Brandon, some people wish they had a flat butt. Yeah, some people probably do. They're like, man, I wish my jeans fell down when I wore them too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can share mine with you. I wish. You know, I could, you know, be great. spread the wealth around like Obama wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? <laughs> you know, after thinking about it for a little bit, I would have to say, you know, I like I like dressing up, going to functions, wearing like a suit and tie and stuff like that. And doing my hair. And, you know, I've never had a problem. You know how some guys just pit out like crazy? Oh, yeah. No matter, I don't have that problem. However, when I do my hair and stuff with gel and I'm like in a big group, whatever, if I get a little little sweaty on the forehead, you know, my forehead looks like a chrome dome. It's just shiny as hell. Hmm. A chrome dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how you feel on that one. My I'm, hair is still pretty thick up there. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, And I don't use gel up there because why? I know what you mean. You know, so like the gel just makes it even shinier. And I'm like, God, I probably look like a ding dong right now. Yeah. You know? So I would say that's probably one of them. Okay. Well, a little insecure. Oh, so you're saying like in the everybody's looking good. And you're like, oh, great. The lighting, the sweat, the Get gel. It. Here's my shiny head. Hello, everybody. Yeah, yeah. my forehead. Yeah. It's the season for chrome dome, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's chrome dome season. You had, everybody had that one person. Hit, hit that baby with some SPF. You don't want to be getting burned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's tricks to uh, fight chrome dome online. You should check it out. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think it's like maybe some preparation age or something. No, I'm just kidding. Don't put that on your I mean, phone. I don't know if that's the right thing. <laughs> you're going to look like su- you're very surprised all the time if you put that on your Your phone. eyebrows are always stuck up. I don't know if chrome dome is the correct term. I think it's slang for someone when they have a really far back headline. Oh, gotcha. They, you yeah. Know, I don't know. But what about you, Amy? What's your insecurities? Come on. Oh, lip. Are you comfortable? I'm comfortable. We, Let we me go got... get some popcorn. <laughs> okay. Um, cellulite on the legs. Uh, some big, people like that. Big booty. Yeah. Uh, big tummy, saggy arms, uh, saggy up portions. But the saggy arms comes in handy, like if you read in a kid's book, and then you're like, Batman came in, yeah. and you get like, Batman, you know. Wrinkles on the face, thinning hair. Uh, let's You've see got what else. wrinkles on your face? And thinning yeah. hair? Well, thanks but. to Botox, I don't right now. And thinning hair? <laughs> Can't see it. Yeah. Keep going. And uh, I think that's about it. Oh, sweating when I work out, because I uh. sweat a lot. Oh, you're so weird. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's. You can it. always tell where smelly I went feet, in the gym too. You know your favorite shoes that you don't wear socks yeah. with smelly feet. Mm. I don't say that I don't wear socks with shoes. I, most all ninety percent of my shoes are all with socks. Oh. Yep. And and overall, just being fat is a big insecurity. Really? Yeah. So that's so, what I'm going to work on first. Some people call it a blessing, and the, you know, <laughs> in the animal kingdom, the fattest animal is the one that's like, hey. That's the tiger in charge over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, look at that elephant. Look at how big it is. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. eating good. He's eating good. He must be he the deprived. one in charge. He she doesn't matter, right? 
No, in the animal kingdom, they're not like, look at how thin that tiger is. He looks so handsome. No. It's like, look at how thick that baby is. Look at how big that elk is. You well, don't go, I'm going to go for the nice skinny elk. No. <laughs> we're animals. We're in the animal kingdom. Look at me. I'm big. It's time to embrace the fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so hey. what if my belly hangs over my belt? You know, okay. It makes the meat more tender. Mm-hmm. Music is pretty powerful. I mean, it can really impact your life in many different ways, all yep. shapes and forms. Yeah. I had a middle school music teacher explain it to me that it is the one thing that no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what, it's that one equalizer that brings you all together. Different cultures, different races, different religions, doesn't matter. We all come together and like enjoy a song. You know, it could be a timeless song by Beethoven. It could be something like Johnny Cash's, you know, Folsom Prison. Or it could be something as new as Walker Hayes' Applebee's song. Yeah. Whatever, right? Any of those songs, it all brings us together and doesn't matter who you are. That mm. is very true. Kind of like Silent Night during Christmas. Yeah, ex- it's or, all yeah. over the world. Exactly. People love it. They might not even celebrate Christmas, but they're like, this is a jam. You know? <laughs> it's a jam. Yeah. <laughs> or even like language barriers, you know? Yeah. People from different, like you kind of said, cultures and stuff. Like yep. even if they don't under this, understand the song, they can still get down to it. Right. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard a song in Spanish or something like that? Maybe oh, at yeah. a Mexican restaurant or wherever. Yep. And you're just like, yep, this I, is a I good like song. This. I have no idea what they're saying. Nope. But it's a good it's song. Mm-hmm. Yep. And well, there's there's music that can even be considered a treasure. Yeah. It, exactly. Like you treasure that song. When I hear the song, The Dance, yeah. that song was played at my grandmother's funeral, and I cannot make it through without crying. Right. Mm-hmm. I can hear it in a store. Yep. I, I heard it at Garth Brooks' concert. Either it's, way, it's I'm hard. crying. Yeah, it's because it's that's the emotion it brings you back to. It could be an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, yeah. from high school, you know, stuff like that. And uh, you've heard talking about like what you were talking about, Dylan. I've heard artists talk about that, where they'll go into another country that they don't even speak English, but word for word, they can sing that song, right? Yeah. Word for word. They're speaking English or singing English, but they don't actually know, you know. Yeah, we do that, too, with Spanish songs. Exactly. Yeah. I used to do it with Dora the Explorer. I didn't (laughs) know what I'm talking about. (laughs) What do you mean? I want to hear that. No. But then... uh, (laughs) But, you know, that's the power of music. I've, I've had people come up to me at shows like... Uh, I was talking to you guys earlier about this. The old couple come up to me after a show one time and were like, you just revived a part of our marriage that we just haven't had. Something about your music, your style, whatever it was. But, you know, we were kissing and dancing. We haven't done that in like five or ten years. And it's like, that's just the power of music. It wasn't me. It was just the music, you know. That's probably the best part of being a musician. I think so. Is sharing that emotion, touching people they grab that song it means something different to them than it does to me but Mm -hmm. hopefully they feel it yeah and the whole reason that we're bringing this up and talking about it is because we came across an article about 15 songs that actually woke people up from a coma it's crazy so we'll share those with you coming up here in a little bit we've been talking about how special music is to humans Mm. i wonder if it is to animals too i'm sure it is well in season four of stranger things your favorite song can save your life. And that's actually true in real life, too. We came across this article of 15 songs that actually woke someone up from a coma. That's how powerful music is. Yep. The first one on here is Rolling in the Deep by Adele. A seven-year-old girl was in a coma due to a brain hemorrhage, and doctors weren't sure she'd ever wake up. But after she heard the song with her mom singing along, she woke up and smiled. 
Wow. It's crazy. That is nuts. Every single one of these. Let's see another one here. You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Mm-hmm. Five-year-old in a coma for 10 days after falling and fracturing her skull. Slowly started to wake up after hearing the song over the hospital's PA system. That's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> Green Day, American Idiot. Yeah. A nine-year-old was on life support for two weeks after being hit by a car, but after his mom played him the entire album, he opened his eyes within the hour. That's crazy. You'll never be an American idiot. And he's like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. He was just jamming in his head. And then <laughs> yeah. Boom. Unchained Melody. That's a pretty popular song by the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Woman was in a coma for months because of a brain hemorrhage, woke up and nodded with her husband after he played that song that was at their wedding. That's wild. This is ironic. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Uh-huh. A 22-year-old woke up and started mouthing the words to this when his parents turned it on. That's crazy. Yep. Let's see one more. This one's kind of funny. Gangnam style. Whoopum Gundam style. <laughs> a young girl was in a coma for 258 days. Oh, my. Wow. Her mother, all she was doing was humming it to her, and the girl woke up and laughed and then started speaking and walking again. What wow. in the world? That's... I know. That's <laughs> The power of music, man. That's what it is. is yeah. it, your brain connects to it. It's that art. It's that love of just the the notes, the melody, the beat, the memory. It takes you back. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times do you hear a song and you can smell or like you almost kind of feel and hear like you were back in that time, that moment? It's right. pretty powerful. Like yeah. Maybe like growing up, riding with like your grandpa or something in a pickup, yeah. going to, I don't know, hardware store or whatever, and it's some CD or song you always played, and like, you hear one of those songs and you can remember sitting yeah. in the back seat. And, yeah, like, you can the, smell the, the smell. pickup, you can yeah. smell the hardware store, like everything. That's the power of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the song when Brandon was born. Yep. Oops, I did it again. My no, on the day we arrived on the planet. That's what, you know. You know what I think song was playing when Brian was born? What? We've only just begun. <laughs> One of the coolest things about having Dylan on the show is that he's young. Yeah. He's fresh. He knows what the scoop is on all the cool things that Sometimes. us old people don't know about. Girth. You're not old. <laughs> We're going to start some new fun here. Yep. It's called What's the Dill with Dylan. What's the deal? That's lit. On fleek. Straight gas, bro. Okay, boomer. What's up, boomers? I'm here to inform you on what is hip and what is not hip. And everybody could use a little bit of useful information. So here's the latest on what's the deal. Right now, uh, rummage sales and garage sailing seems to be the craze. There's a public figure known as Gary Vaynerchuk out there that has been increasingly telling people to go and do some garage sailing because it's easy, quick, flip over money. Got a few examples right here. One guy went to a garage sale and got a copy of The Old Man in the Sea signed by Hemingway. And what he purchased for $2, he turned around and flipped for thirty grand. It's rummage sales, baby. And that's the deal. Thanks for listening, boomers. In the deal, Dill mm-hmm. talked about the cool thing now is rummage sales. That's right. I want, have you guys found any cool things at rummage sales? Yeah. Uh, gosh, probably, it was probably about four or five years ago now. It's been a long time. But uh, I went to this one rummage sale over on the west side of town, and this guy was selling this Harley on a stand. And at first I just thought, oh, that's just kind of like a cool little model you could put on a desk. 
Turns out it's a phone. So you could plug it in and people would call and it would rev up like a Harley as it's ringing. And then to pick it up, you'd take the seat off of it and the seat was the phone that you held to your ear. That is cool. pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's quite the deal. Was that here in the Black Hills? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Amy? I actually found this free Nintendo, you know, the old ones, and I resold it on Facebook Marketplace for a hundred bucks. Nice. Uh, I used to go rummage selling all the time, whether I loved it or hated it, but it was good quality time with my ex-in-laws, fun times with the ex-father-in-law. He goes all the time, and the and the old wife loves it. And it, you find really good deals. Honestly, my children were dressed in brand new clothing thanks to rummage sales really? a lot because you go there and for like a dollar you're buying like a bag full of clothes that don't fit a kid when they're babies they grow so fast you mm-hmm. know, so they've worn them like once drooled on them maybe peed on them and then you just put them on your kid you know it's great i don't the greatest thing i think i ever found was one time i, I bought a little chess thing and it was kind of locked and it was closed. It was wood. Like I only wanted like three bucks for it. So I'm like, sweet. So I get it home and I got to open it up. So I reach in there and I'm rigging around with it. I finally get it open. Well, inside of it was another little box. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So I open it up. And you want to know what was inside of it? What, what, what? Some little kid's tooth. Whoa. Wow. That's amazing. No, it sucked. I really thought I was expecting like a treasure. There was nothing inside and it stunk. You know, one time I bought a bunch of those HD movies. Yeah. Bought like probably 50 of them. And then when I got them home, I couldn't play them because I didn't have an HD player. Yeah. That's the best. That's probably the best thing I've ever bought. (laughs) That's awesome. We have WWE coming to the monument June 18th, right? In the Summit Arena. Saturday Night Live. (laughs) So we have this big open mic contest where you open mic us your best impersonation of a mm-hmm. WWE wrestler, and then tag it with your, your name and phone number, and then yeah. we're going to select a winner, right? That's right. Give away some tickets. Yeah. So we thought it would be fun to come up with some WWE names. Yeah. yeah. And, and we don't get to pick the names ourselves. We're going to name each other, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come up with Brandon's yeah. wrestling name. Brandon will come up with Dylan's wrestling name, and mm-hmm. Dylan will come up with mine. I already got a good Boom. one on deck for you. <laughs> Do you? Mm-hmm. Let's go. So... Paper, rock, scissors who, to see who goes first? Ladies first, Amy. Okay. Tear it up. All right. So we're going to introduce each other, right? Let's go. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Up next in the arena is the one, the only, Garden Gnome Jerome. <laughs> Garden Gnome Jerome. <laughs> he brings <laughs> luck like no other. Garden Gnome Jerome. I like it. I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Rilla Ridge. Go Ridge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the arena. You've seen him on Monday Night Raw for his first time on Saturday Live. It's DIY Dylan. That's with a Y. No underwear. <laughs> why the why the no underwear? Just cause? I don't know. Because yeah, everybody always asks what's under there, and you had to do, say. Do I strike underwear. you as a free bird? Oh yeah. <laughs> now we know what Brandon's thinking about. He's running around with three legs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So disturbing. About to enter the arena. It is the rad, the bad, broomstick Amy. <laughs> she can hardly lift it, but she will beat you with it. <laughs> and ride it out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a bunch she of She don't jokes. get a ride home from the arena. She gets on her broomstick. 
It is Broomstick Amy. All the other wrestlers are showing up in limos, but the garden gnome <laughs> is sitting in the garden, and Amy is riding the broomstick. Oh, no. All three have entered the arena to fight one another. <laughs> will they team up, or will they fight against each other? She may not be able to lift it above her shoulders, but she will beat you with it. Looks like Amy's taking down garden gnome Jerome. <laughs> He's all filled with topsoil. No, he threw some topsoil in DIY's eyes. <laughs> I guess it's true. Every rose has its thorn. What is that? The garden gnome? Is that a pickle? No, it's not. It's a cucumber. And he's beating everybody senseless with a huge cucumber. And all they do is cheer for him. They just want more. It's a bird. It's a plane. It is the rad, bad Amy on her broomstick. Riding off into victory land. <laughs> Underwearless DIY is trying to figure out where she went from right behind him, and he's down. One, two, three. He's pinned. Underwearless DIY dealing with a Y is out. <laughs> And look at Garden Gnome Jerome just rolling around trying to get up and he can't. He's feeling dirty. <laughs> this has been a WWE Super Slam. Get your tickets, guys. Go to themonument.live or win them here. Send us your best WWE wrestler impersonation. Open mic us right now. Do you smell what the Garden Gnome is cooking? Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. That's all you hear about on social media right now. It's so... Yeah. Exciting, and I could not wait to see it. And both of us finally went and saw it, not yeah, together, no, with our families separate. Yeah, although, though. we did go to the same theater, both sat in the front row. Yeah, same chairs. Crazy. I was like, I smell like somebody was sitting here before me, you know, kind of like <laughs> when the bear, I feel like somebody's eating my porridge. You know, I loved it because my favorite part of the first Top Gun was, of course, the beach scene with the volleyball. Oh, yeah. They had another one of those, took the shirts off, throwing the football on the yeah, beach. I was pretty hot. And, of course, the famous lovemaking session in the first Top Gun. This mm. one, there wasn't mm. there wasn't any of that, but there was a love story. Got close. With Penny, we were both confused about that. Like, who's yeah, Penny? Who's this chick? So we had to do a little research on that. She's apparently the Admiral's daughter from the first Top Gun. Tom Cruise yeah. dated her. She's never seen in there, but no. she's mentioned, and so they bring her back in this one. No clue who this lady was, but apparently she yeah. That's what it was. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. The whole time I'm like, who's this strange chick? I thought the same thing. Like, but whatever. Yeah. I was like, I can fill in the blanks with my own thing, you know? And she has a kid that's cute, whatever. Was it his kid? No. No, it wasn't. Maybe. Because he's like, how's your dad? Maybe that the next Top Gun movie is gonna, they're going to do. And the baby is. Like they're on Sari, Jeffy, Raphael, or whatever show that is. <laughs> and like they're like, it is your daughter, you know? You are That'd be father. wild. Yeah. But anyway, the movie was pretty good. What did you think? I loved it. Did you? I came out of there and I I wanted to go fly an airplane. I know I can't fly. There's I probably could. The G forces I don't think would bug me, but uh, that's intense. What did you think of the movie? It was it was okay. There was parts of it Just I thought okay. were were real predictable and like uh, very uh, corny. Maybe is the word. Maybe that's maybe not a it, little but, dressed up. Yeah, it's like they, what I thought was great and I do like about the movie was the filming of it, the work behind it. You could tell they really went very far for this. This isn't like let somebody make that with a computer. No, they literally shot like a lot of shots with in a plane sh- flying. He says it. 
that they were using real F-18s or real whatever. Yeah, the guy that trained them is from Rapid City. Right. And so, I mean, that part you could tell is cool, and it makes it very nostalgic and look better, I think. You know, you could tell it's not animated or CGI or whatever, right? And uh, so that part was cool, and I appreciate that. But there was just some parts that were like, oh, I you, in your mind you're like, oh, I bet this is going to happen. And then they kind of did like, you can't ruin the movie, but there was a part towards the end there where you're like, really, come on. You know, that kind of stuff. Like which part? I'm not going to share it because I'm not going to ruin a part of the movie for somebody like Dylan with a Y who hasn't seen it. (laughs) It's true. I need to get around to going there and actually seeing it. This is what you do, Dylan. All right. Positive reviews. You're young. Mm -hmm. You're single. Uh, You go find the hottest chick you want to get to know. You take her out to Applebee's on a date night, (laughs) get a Bourbon Street steak, and then you take her to Top Gun Maverick. And at the end of it, if she doesn't kiss you, you just go back to Top Gun Maverick with another chick. Do the same cycle on repeat. Yeah. Right. Until you can recite the movie. That's a good idea. This is my favorite part. You've seen it already? I thought you said you haven't seen this. (laughs) I thought it was a great movie. I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise because of all of his blow-ups on people. Seems kind of mean. Yeah. So on the way to the theater, I told my husband, I hope that doesn't interfere with me liking this movie. And I loved the movie. Yeah. I'd be mad all the time if I was that short, too. (laughs) (laughs) He looked good in those jeans, though. He's very short. They made him look good. Yeah, they did. And I think we're always going to remember this movie as the one movie that brought us all back to the theaters post-pandemic. This is true. I think people are becoming less kinky and less uh, hot in the sack, if you will. Oh, wow. That sucks. I want to be a researcher because they're researching some pretty interesting things. Yep. <laughs> we still don't have a cure for some illnesses and things like that, no. but they're they're doing studies like this. And they found that dirty talk isn't popular anymore. <laughs> they're, they're blaming it on the pandemic, just like they do everything. Maybe don't swing by Karen's house and... You know, take a poll. Maybe go to somebody <laughs> else's house. No, yeah, no kidding. Because we're stressed, we tend to quote engage in don't engage in love making for comfort and reconnection. Now we just want to cuddle. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I could go both ways. A little spoon. Could you? Which yeah. one would you choose if you had to? Cuddle you, or the other? Why can't you base it off the day? Like if it's a rainy kind of cloudy day, it's like this is a cuddle day. You yeah. know what I mean? The next day, maybe it's like. Whoa, it's a full moon. It was the if it was the <laughs> last day of of mankind. Yeah. Which one would you choose? Well, you could fit both in. Yeah, I think we'd probably fit both in. <laughs> you could only it's choose one. Day. If you could only choose one, quit making excuses. It might start as a spoon and might end up as uh, the opposite. I'm kind of with Brandon on this. Just go with yeah. the flow, you know. I'm telling you, if you had to choose, which one would it be? Answer the question. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, either one. It just kind of dip- I'm not the one that controls that spectrum. You can only pick one. I'm going to go with her mood, and uh, she controls it. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm just along for the ride. You're just afraid to admit that you just want to cuddle. I, I can, Honestly, I'm happy with either. Okay, can I do either? How about that? Are you afraid to admit that you just want to cuddle, Dylan? No. I'll cuddle. Which one are you choosing? Choose one. Ready? One, two, three. One. Can we? So like, <laughs> said choose one. On. What are the temperatures in the room? Because if it's hot, I don't want to cuddle. Nah, you know what I mean? It's the perfect temperature. Point. It's nice and cool. A cool 69 degrees. Yes. Okay. Maybe now, 70. Either let's or. Let's cuddle. Okay. So I'm down. Let's you're, cuddle. You're cuddling. What are you doing, Dylan? At first. <laughs> yeah. Cuddling at first. I hate you both. Uh-huh. What? Dirty talk. We were trying to have a conversation about how it's dying out and people are less kinky because of the pandemic. They don't want to. They don't want to be kinky anymore. They just want to cuddle. 
Yeah. And these boys were afraid to admit that they would rather cuddle. We weren't afraid. No. We were being our true selves. No, you would not answer the question. No, you were forcing us to answer a question that we answered. Yep. You were answering it incorrectly. We actually gave a very <laughs> definitive You're answer. only allowed this to is, choose one, cuddle just like or a, the other, you and you said You must either cuddle me or you must whatever the opposite of cuddle is. Yeah. The <laughs> next level. <laughs> the next level. And I said, are you let's ready to, do both. Are you ready to answer it? Yes. Cuddle or the other? Both. Oh, I hate you! Yeah. Why? Why are you guys so difficult hey, today? Beggars why, hey, can't be choosers. Why can't you accept our honest answers? I would rather cuddle. Well, then. Douglas, but not for a long period of time. Good for you. Because <laughs> my neck starts to get a kink in it, and then I just want to roll over and be by myself. So. Me and my wife fit together like two spoons in a dishwasher. It's great. <laughs> okay. Well, the whole topic was how people don't dirty talk anymore. It's not the cool thing anymore. So we're going to Roadhouse Five it. All right. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Top five things you never want to hear during sex. Number five, that's going to cost you extra. Number four, that's it. Number three, mommy, why is daddy on top of you? (laughs) Number two, this is so much better than when I had unprotected sex with Charlie Sheen. Top five things you never want to hear during sex. Number one, is it in there? One, two, three, four, five. Last year, I performed the national anthem at the Firefighters Combat Challenge. Yeah. Injured, too, right? Yes, I had a dislocated collarbone. Boom. And I did it two days in a row with that dislocated collarbone. Man. And we did a whole thing about this because after it was all over with, I walked up to Bill Cena uh-huh. and I said, thank you so much for asking me to do this. This was a, a great event. What an honor yeah. to be here. And he's like, well, actually, you were our second choice. Which is, you know, pretty good. You're still high on the list. <laughs> so you know? apparently they had already asked Brandon to perform, and he turned it down. He's like, no, you should ask Amy. Mm-hmm. And that's how I became second choice. And I was I was kind of upset about it. Second choice, Amy, because in the alphabet, you're always first choice. A, B for Brandon. So therefore, you were second choice. Well, I'm bringing this up right now because I received this phone call. I'll play it for you. Hey, Amy, it's Bill. Hi, Bill. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Well, I'm assuming you're calling about the combat challenge? I am. First things first, are you interested in doing the national anthem again? I have a question, though. Am I the first choice this year or the second choice? You are the first choice. (laughs) Yes! Woohoo! I I considered asking Brandon because his uh, son and my daughter just graduated eighth grade together. And I was sitting by him. I was like, no, ain't even going to worry about it. I'm just going to talk to Amy. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to rub it in his face. So there's that. Last Boom, year, you did it. second choice. This year, first choice. I'm moving up in the world. Yeah, you did it, Amy. I'm so proud of you because you deserve to be first. You're a much better singer than me. <laughs> no, so I wouldn't I, and say I don't that. need to be singing the national anthem. I would not say that I'm a better singer than you. Oh, yeah. You nail it every you're, time. You're the famous celebrity in town. No, but... Uh, He's a pretty no. big deal. Yes. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but no, you did. that's good. I'm glad. You should be first choice when it comes to the National Anthem. Always. Always. And seriously, this is an honor to be asked back to do this because yeah. this is such a cool event. I want to pack these stands up because last year they didn't have a lot of spectators. Oh, wow. 
I want it what? to be crowded. I want people standing around because there's nowhere to sit. So what is it? Tell me more about it. This is the training that the firefighters go through every year to become a firefighter. They make it a competition. Okay. They drag hoses. They they push weights. Yeah. They're all while they're doing this, they're wearing their full uniform. Wow. They climb this tower and they throw the hose and it's it's extreme. Like not a lot of people Sounds could like do some this. Hard work. There's... They it's like heroes in action. We've had, we got some people texting in. Looks like they're ladies. At any point in this competition, do they take their shirts off? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it gets hot. Oh yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're ladies, firefighters. Duh. This is a great event. Seriously, anybody and everybody would love to watch this. Are I'm they going to be selling any of their calendars? Any of their firefighter <laughs> possibly, calendars? Possibly, possibly. Oh yeah. If we give them a heads up that people want that, I'm sure they would. <laughs> they would. A supply. rapid city firefighter calendar. <laughs> oh yeah. Last year, this was in the parking lot of the Monument Sports Performance Institute. Yeah. This year, it's going to be in the parking lot of Harley Davidson. Rap, rap. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. July eighth and ninth, two days. Make Let's a weekend of go. it. Better be there. It's seriously, guys, it's so cool. Is it free to enter or are there tickets? It's free. So you can show up and watch these firefighters run amok, Get doing their training, and so they're sweaty, and uh, hauling their hoses, possibly a dummy or two, running the stairs, swinging around a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, and we're going to actually have Bill on the show tomorrow, and we can ask Let's him all go. kinds of questions, and people can text questions. Ironically, that's cool. great, because Bill Cena kind of sounds like a wrestler. We <laughs> should does. totally yeah. get his wrestling voice, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Super cool event, guys. Put it on your calendar, July 8th and 9th. It's the Ellsworth Firefighter Combat Challenge. Wedding proposals are mm. supposed to be super romantic. Mine was. My husband yeah. proposed to me via sign at yeah. our family flower shop on Mount Rushmore How Road. How many times did you drive by that sign? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Dylan, my husband had this on the sign all weekend long. Never saw it. And finally on Monday, he's like, can you meet me at the flower shop? i got to show you something. No. <laughs> seriously? Yes. Oh. How many Amys drove by that flower shop thinking they were going to get married? <laughs> I don't know. They walk in there. Who is it? Who's the eligible bachelor? (laughs) (laughs) I remember Kevin Phillips posting it on his Facebook. Who's the lucky Amy? Oh, wow. And you're like, I wonder. (laughs) Anyway. And you proposed to Megan on stage. Yeah. It went really well. She didn't want to get on stage, but we had to con her into it. But yeah. So they're always very special. You always have to think up a big event. Just like this guy did. He took his girlfriend to Disneyland Paris. Okay, Not just Disneyland in California. Disneyland Paris. So he really spent some money on plane tickets and all that jazz. Yes. This better have been been good. He even got permission to do this on the platform in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle. Wow. Well, this is what every girl dreams of. When you're a little girl and you want to be proposed to, you're watching these Disney movies. But listen to this. Mid-proposal, okay? This guy's down on his knee holding out the ring. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get married. This is amazing. Am I right? (laughs) While that's happening, an employee rushes up, snatches the ring box out of the man's hand, and ushers the couple off the platform. (laughs) You can only capture magic moments once yeah after that it's staged yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> wow that's the horrible. authenticity of the whole moment is going out the window <laughs> so, uh, so now disney's apologizing to this couple he had permission to do this oh my god and everything so do you think he had to go redo it 
<laughs> well, you can't. I mean, we have to, or is this just to... a memory that's a memory? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Time out. Five yard penalty. Back where you were. He's back down on one knee. Okay, go ahead. Back with the shock face and Take action. <laughs> fake tear. Fake tears like fake Amber Heard. Fake tear. Fake tear. Here, let me poke you in the eye. Fake tear. There oh it is. Oh my god. Oh uh, yes. This is oh, magical. Mario. Am I right? <laughs> Meanwhile, Gaston walks up. Yeah, Lord Jerkwad comes up. <laughs> but she never, did she even say yes? No. She said, wee oui, wee. Oui. With intern Dylan here in our wolf pack now, we have all these new stories that we get to hear. <laughs> That's right. We were just talking about my soon-to-be first grader. Wow. How he's going to be in the first grade. And I'm like, gosh, I don't know what to expect, blah, blah, blah. And then Dylan chimes in, guess what I did when I was in first grade? Yeah, when I was in first grade, I uh, I got signed up for a, a talent show, and I had been playing guitar for a little while at that point, and it just so happens that this uh, talent show was at a Catholic elementary school, in Mon- nice. and this was in Montana, not in Rapid, and at this talent show, I played songs like Crazy Train, Back in Black. Also threw in a little Hell's Bells oh, wow. and running with the devil. Nice. And, and your so, hel- your parents helped you with this? Uh, my uncle. Okay. My uncle did. Good uncle. Good old uncle. Yeah, that's right. It, I mean, it, it went off like a hitch and everybody thought it was cool because I was pretty young and did pretty decent at it. But, you know, it's... Did your parents get a talking to afterwards? No. Really? No. Can you believe it? Why are you playing that devil music? Why are you playing that devil music, Church boy? school. <laughs> that's crazy so like as you were going through hell's bells was the pastor like over there like like you know like head bobbing and no like, yeah. there is no there is no priest in the building or was he like hands on his bible no there was nobody in the building <laughs> holding the rosary oh, yeah. oh throwing up hell marys oh no people yeah. were bopping their heads to it and stuff yeah i mean it, i was oh, yeah. it was the talk of the school for a little bit was it That's like so cool. you're well, never not, gonna not guess f- what Dylan did? No, not the fact that I played that song, just that I played the guitar up there. Like I did play oh, the rock cool. music. All but. the girls were like girls fainting in the front row. <gasps> <gasps> Dylan <laughs> with a Y, hit that E chord. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean it went really good. You know, one thing the people listening don't know about, which maybe we should touch on. As Brandon and I have a little bit of a chair situation, okay? Yeah, you're really bringing it down right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. No, but we'll be sitting here, you know, doing whatever we're doing, and all of a sudden our sta- our chairs just start dropping. I'm just glad it happens to other people and not just me. I thought it was a weight problem. <laughs> I thought it was gravity and me fighting with the chair. And I think it's out. very special that it hasn't happened to me yet. It kind of it, it makes me feel pretty good about you, myself. You don't weigh as much as we do. So. I might. You don't know that. No, you don't. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, yeah. So, what so that's what I was doing in first grade is playing some rock and roll music at a catholic elementary school devil music some devil music so what i'm taking from this story is i need to watch my son closely that's right be more of a helicopter parent no no don't don't be too much of a helicopter teach him the guitar i am i am a helicopter mama yeah you are teach him the guitar let him go into there that because you guys go to rapid valley elementary that's where i went Mm -hmm. wildcats heck yeah yeah, let's go get up in there and just have them be like hell's <laughs> I should. I went back as an adult and played at that school. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, you did that's recently, kind of a, a couple years ago. Yeah, a few years back. Coming through moment. Yeah, it was fun. 
It's like most people go back to high school and relive that. Mm-hmm. You went back to elementary school. I love that elementary school. It's time for misheard song lyrics. Okay. okay. All right. So I went and found three songs, and I didn't go off of any list. I, I just picked a random artist, and I started listening to the songs. And then when I got to a point where I couldn't really understand, <laughs> then I recorded it. Okay? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to play the first one. Okay. If you need to hear it again, that's fine. But okay. no more than two times. Okay, fair. Get replayed. Okay, here we go. And I think it's going to be a long, long time till touchdown brings me round again to find I'm not the man you think I am at all. Oh, no, no, no. Good job, guys. Because we're Brandon rocking man. Rocking man. True story. You guys got that one. Yeah. Is it weird to say that I'm a closet uh, fan of his? <laughs> okay. So one you got correct. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, what was it? Warden through a party in the county jail. Prison band was there and they began to sway. What? Yeah. You don't know what he said? <laughs> I okay, do. Okay, I'll sing it again. Ready? Jeez. Yeah, Play it again. I have no idea. Warden through a party in the county jail. One through a party in the can of jail. The prison men were there and they began to swear. The prison what? Yeah. The prison what was there? <laughs> you tell me. I said it. No. The pr- you tell me and then I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> the prison men were there and they began to swear? I have no, no idea. So close though. Any guesses? Dylan? No. I mean, I, Brandon's got the first part right, but I'm just listening to this and you hear prison man something. That's about it. It's the that. prison band was there and they began to wail. That's what I said. You said prison man. Oh, yeah. So one loss for you. The prison man was in there and began to wail. Ow! Who talks like that? <laughs> Elvis does. Are you ready for the final one? Let's oh, go. I need a man to take. Hold on, I need to hear it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I need a man who take a chance on the love that burns hard enough to last. I need a man who take a chance for love that'll burn for enough romance. <laughs> so when the night falls, my lonely heart falls. Man, oh, your, your band should do that one. Dance, we are gonna dance with somebody. <laughs> so, just so you know, that was not correct. But it it was close. I think close. I know it the was, right. It was not. But it but if I could listen to the beat at the same time, that's what's throwing me off. That's a lot of lyrics to remember without the beat. <laughs> I was hyper focused, and I think Brandon got as close as anybody could have got without truly knowing that. Song. I need a man who'll take a chance on a love that burns hot enough to last. Wow. That's not what I said? No, you That's didn't. what I heard. No, you didn't. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, you said on a love that's romance or something like that. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, and it's not right. No, I said what you said. No, you didn't. Yeah, I need a man that will take a chance on a love hot enough that will burn the romance or whatever the Yeah, and that's are. not correct. I like Brandon's version The correct better. is on a love that burns hot enough to last. Oh, that's what I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I got that one right. Wow, this is the first time that you've Ching. lost. 
No, I'd like to listen to the playback. I think I got it right. No, you did. With the whole Russia attacking Ukraine, lots of businesses have pulled out of there. Uh Starbucks, McDonald's. And it's official now that McDonald's has officially sold all of their restaurants in Russia. (laughs) They're gone. They're gone-ski. No more Big Macs for Russians. That's crazy. I mean, I'd like to know what the actual like revenue loss amount will result from pulling out of there no kidding you know i mean they're doing the right thing you know they don't want to be over there right now it's not a good place to be you know kind of want to show that you know we're not going to put up with this we're taking our company out of there however i mean i would be interested to know what the actual losses are going to be on that and like with starbucks too yeah both sides you know look the company loss that's a bummer but even there they got to pay whatever taxes or whatever Mm -hmm. over in russia or whatever that is so you know russia's losing that income too i wonder what the hit is towards them because that's probably the real reasoning for doing well fine then you're not going to get any of our taxes you're not going to any we're not making anybody happy we're leaving no more mcducks for you well you know what putin's gonna do he's just gonna open something else there oh good news mcdonald's is reopening russia but under no name Introducing Mick Putin's. Da, 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 da. Mick Putin's has all favorites. The Big Put, Chicken Mick Putin, and of course, Royale with Cheese. Because we have metric system. We do not know what the f- quarter pound is. Da, 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 da. And remember, Mick Putin's store policy. No shirt with shoes. Great service. Da, 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 da. At McPutin's. Opening soon in Ukraine. Eh, maybe not so soon. Da, 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 da. You better love it. It's time for Roadhouse Mailbag Time. We read this letter earlier that we received. I'm going to read it again. Recently, I've been feeling distant from my boyfriend. He's not the person I fell in love with. His mom absolutely hates me, and she tells me to my face that I am not good for her son and that I'm not right for him. She made me cry, and my boyfriend got mad, and he said that I'd upset his mom. And if he had to choose between me and his mom, he'd choose her. I've bought her gifts, which she tells me that she puts in the charity bag. She hates his X also. She makes out her son as a saint, and I'm this evil witch. Her son actually cheated on me, but no one ever talks about that. It's always how I'm no good at anything. I'm not a good cook. I'm not good at housework, etc. I feel so worthless and down about myself. I moved to the other side of the country from my family for my boyfriend because he didn't want his mom to be lonely. So now I have no friends here or family and feel isolated and alone. I'm scared to leave. We've been together for seven years. I still care about him, and I feel trapped here. Yikes. Yeah. That's a nasty First of all, I mean, like, can we all agree the relationship should have been over when he cheated on her? That should have been, like, done skied right there. Like, Mm. sorry, you already favor your mom over me. That might have been a minuscule problem at the time. But then you cheated on me. Sorry, gots to go. You know what I mean? We all know that I don't like to be second choice. No. <laughs> and it looks like she's been second choice a couple times. Well, and, and here's a guy that's got, this dude sounds like he's got some problems in life, like himself. He's not going to be able to, he's never been weaned from his mother. You know? <laughs> and so uh, that's a whole nother like thing, you know, just need to just walk away. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dylan? I, I think that's 
you know, like, as we had kind of talked, you know, in some situations, you know, it's like, well, you can't ever, you know, just close your mom out, never talk to her and stuff like that. You yeah. know, your mom's your first person you care about. Yeah. And I just think that this whole situation's messed up, and especially since she moved all the way across the country for this dude who cheated on her, and the mom cheated her like crap, so she has no friends or anybody yeah. around her. Honestly, if I was her, I'd... I'd end it and move back. <laughs> Me too. But what if she doesn't have any money to move or, you know, what if she has no help? What if she's just I'd start stuck? saving. <laughs> yeah. Start selling his stuff to pay for your way home. True. I mean, it's like, well, I mean, why do, why do people do that? We're all guilty of it. We've all done it where you just live in a relationship that, you know, you don't want to, you're miserable essentially but it's but it's close as in like you have a significant other yeah you know but for some reason you feel like you can't get out of it and you won't find nothing else and and i remember saying this i've said this before well the grass isn't greener on the other side of the fence it's just going to be the same thing but with somebody different well that wasn't true that's not true you know and it's like just go leave if you're not happy if it doesn't fill all of your voids go find something else Mm -hmm. it's gonna suck it's not going to be easy. She deserves better. She cares about him, but he cares about somebody else more than he cares yeah. about her. Yep. So I think she needs to get out there and, and find somebody that she deserves. Well, and then let's deep, look at it deep, too. If she really does care about him by ditching him and leaving him, you're going to teach him a lesson and he's going to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And might come back. And might come back. Potentially. But honestly... Not a big loss if he doesn't. (laughs) So we're going to open up the phone lines, open mics. We're going to go check that out, and we'll be back. So we're in the middle of taking phone calls for our Roadhouse mailbag today. Kelly wrote in saying she moved here from across the country, away from her family, where she doesn't have any friends, and her boyfriend is constantly choosing his mom over her, siding with her all the time. And, And his mom is actually very, very rude to her. So she doesn't know what to do. She feels trapped here. So should we take a phone call? Think? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Hello, Roadhouse. Good morning. What up, girl? Hi, honey. What advice do you have for her? I would say go seek counseling. (laughs) (laughs) I would write him a, a long letter. Like a long Dear John letter? She has to get over it. Her whole life will be a big mess. I do feel sorry for her, though. So counseling, getting out of there. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be a common theme, really. <laughs> we got an open mic. Here it is. Sounds like this young lady is in a pickle. I think the first thing she should do is act like everything is fine, contact her family back east, let them know what's going on, and I guess you could say squirrel away a little money here and there, and then when she gets up enough, just pack an overnight bag, let her family back east or wherever she's from that she's coming so they can look for and keep in touch. Yeah, she doesn't have any support here, so go where you do have support, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to swallow your pride and say, hey, mom, dad, brother, sister, whatever, whomever, I need to come home. Can you help me? Yeah, I've actually done that. But it, it has to be done. Otherwise, you're never going to be happy. It'd be for the better. Going forward, yeah. Like you said, squirrel away some money a little bit at a time until you have just enough. And what if they share a car? Take the car. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if it's not in her name, though, maybe go rent a car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to give any horrible advice about that. But yeah, just get out of there. Do whatever you have to do to get out. We have time for one more phone call. 
Hello, Roadhouse. Oh, well, I don't know. She's sort of stupid. She shouldn't have picked his ass in the first place if that was the case. Maybe she needs to, like, befriend the mom. And so then they can turn against him. <gasps> nah, that would be good, but I don't know if the, she's going to be yeah. able to pull that off. Yeah, how the much mom. the mom hates her. She's bought she's bought her gifts and her and the mom says she just put it in the donation pile. Oh, well, that's rude. Okay, we love you. <laughs> love you. Love you too. Bye. So that about sums it up. Even our text line and our Facebook post, just get out of there, girl. Oh yeah, she needs she needs a new start. Yeah, that's what she needs. And somebody did send in a message saying they've actually been in this situation, and the guy ended up cheating on her. So actually, choosing another woman over her, and it wasn't wasn't his mom. So things things are not going to end well if you stay there. So nope. Go where where you're wanted and you're number one. Yep. If you have a situation or a question for us, you can send it to Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. You can also leave it on our voicemail line, which is 605-389-3456. Just know whatever situation you're in, you're not alone, and we can do what we can to get some good advice for you. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. Normally, I would say special guest, but this is every Thursday, so you're not a special guest anymore. You're just part I, of the roadhouse. Now. I'm not special anymore. No, uh, no, not no. like before. Not as special <laughs> just, as you once were. Now you're, you're just, just normal. Now I'm just yeah, no, <laughs> fine, whatever. It's D-Ray night, ladies and gentlemen, for the dummy of the day. All right, and this story is from Florida. And a guy, 69-year-old guy by the name of Gary Peter Bush. <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yes, just call him Gary. <laughs> goes by the name of Peter. <laughs> anyway, Gary Peter Bush, 69-year-old guy, went to a surf shop. Now, you know, on beach communities, you guys have all been to beach communities, right? And they have those surf shops, shops that are really cool. They have everything from shot glasses to beach wear and yeah. towels. So he went into one of these places, and um, he was standing in an aisle around some clothes, decided to drop trowel. Hmm. He was not wearing any underpants. Whoa. Exposing himself to everyone around. Yeah. And then, to top it all off, decides to take a squat and drop a deuce right there on the floor. Wow. (laughs) And he takes a shirt off the rack to clean himself up and then walks out. (laughs) Wow. He must not have got his refund or something. Barely not. Well, he was arrested a short time later. Now, he claimed that... uh, he was at the store earlier to get some clothes. He says, I, I, I came to get more clothes. I, I bought an outfit there earlier in the day. So I guess he figured that, well, I'm a paying customer. I can do whatever I want. I don't know what kind of excuse that is. Now, yeah. that's a dummy story, right? What, what is this? But this begs the question, and I pose this to you guys. Which was worse? Exposing his Peter. twig and berries or... Put the old steamer on the floor. Uh, steamer on the floor. See, on the floor. see yeah, okay, yeah. you know what? I think we're in agreement there. That has to be yeah. cleaned up by someone. I'm, yeah, that really, clean up aisle seven. I'm yeah. thinking. Where's the new guy? You know, that's <laughs> that's the yeah. one the new guy gets. <laughs> he should have gone in the middle of the, the clothes hanging up. You know, they have that. Oh. He should have gone in the middle of there. No one would have ever found yeah. it. Where's that smell coming from? Oh. <laughs> So I'm glad I'm not an intern there. Yeah, 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 you know, Dylan, you would have been the dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, like, if I'm sitting there, say, 
in my situation, if I'm the outside, I'm with my wife, possibly child in a in a stroller. Let's yeah. say worst case, five year old sitting mm. there in a stroller. He's kind of tired. You're on vacation. All of a sudden, maybe it's a little girl. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this dude drops trout, and you're like, "Oh no, my daughter just seen this guy's downtown bonanza." Mm-hmm. But then when he starts going number two, all of a sudden, erasing the you seeing the downtown bonanza. Now my daughter just seen a guy poop in yeah. the store, yeah. <laughs> and now now how do I explain this to my child? This is not normal activity, exactly. you know? <laughs> exactly, and if the child's young enough, they're going to have to think that, well, if this adult did that, yeah. why can't I? Let well, me out of my stroller. I'll show him. Exactly. You see, what happened here is when that guy was little... Like your child, yeah, they saw the same thing. That's so now what happened. Your child's going to be doing it next. It's like, man, if you don't like the story, you can leave a review yeah. on Yelp. Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, this one has a bit more impact, yeah. yeah. But but I'm with Amy on this one. Break the circle. It's time for a PSA. Something serious to talk about. Melatonin. Melato- I take melatonin every night. You do? I've never taken it. Yeah. That would, oh, knocks me right out. I take some magnesium and some melatonin, and I sleep like a baby. Megan Abatoman. <laughs> People are giving their kids melatonin. It's become well, a popular way to get them to go sleepy times. True. Back in the day, it was just whiskey on the gum. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you could do this, but you can overdose on it. I would assume. I mean, you can overdose on Tums. I didn't know that because it's a hormone that we naturally produce, and it makes you it makes you sleepy. Like yeah. when the lights mm-hmm. go out, your body starts to produce it. Mm-hmm. So melatonin supplements are generally safe, even for kids, but it is possible to take too much. They're finding children are overdosing under the age of five. Whoa! What? What? Yes. Is there an age limit on melatonin? I mean, I don't know. I would assume. I don't think I would give that to my son. Yeah, because he he falls asleep so fast. He's like, always been a good sleeper. Got to get little Jimmy a little more active so he falls asleep. You know, <laughs> yeah, get him off the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what in like what does the overdose entail? Like, are they just sleepy all the time? Like, how do they know they're overdosing? Like, what does what are the symptoms? Uh, I don't know. It says the deadly overdoses are very rare, thankfully, but That's they good. do happen. Most kids just have to be monitored in the ER when it happens, and they might have some stomach pain or nausea. Hmm. Well, I could see why kids overdosing makes sense because they aren't they in like a gummy, like they can like, be. like yeah. a gummy bear or something like that, like type you know fruit snack. Yeah. You know, so a kid might just be like, oh, these taste good, and eats a whole bunch of them. My husband did that with some fiber gummies one time. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I bear ask I mean, you that later was a, about that one. That's that was another a stinky story. situation. Well, I, so here's something that I've always believed in, whether this is true or not. But this has been Brandon's dumb Midwestern logic, okay? Even, like, things that you take that are, I don't think you can overdose on, but you can. Like Tums. Or say if you're constipated all the time, so you take something to help you with that. It's all it does is like melatonin help you sleep. You know, in my mind, and I've learned it is your body becomes accustomed to that helping you, so it no longer produces that. Constipation is a weird thing to talk about, but it's like your muscles that help that go through and pass through. If you're taking medication to help you constantly stay regular, well, then your body's like, I don't really need to do anything. Then you've got this covered. And now your body doesn't know how to function without that medication. Melatonin, maybe it's the same thing. I don't know how to function without it. So I have I say that and explain it that way so that that's why I've always stayed away. I've yeah. always been like, no, body, you got to figure this out. I started taking melatonin because I was 
I was having a hard time sleeping. Yeah. I was just laying there sometimes all night and I wasn't sleeping at all. You yeah. Probably, you probably noticed those yeah. days. Yeah, I And so I started taking melatonin and now I rely on it. So yeah. I'm thinking I might need to... Well, and I don't know, yourself off. How do you yeah. get how do you get off of that? Because it's I don't like know. Do, you, do you take time off? How do you get your sleep schedule back on track? You know what I mean? That that's a hard thing. Maybe I, don't I know. could start taking sleeping pills instead. <laughs> no. I don't, I, I don't know if that I don't know if that's a good alternative. Maybe start with the old fashioned whiskey on the gums. Now we're legal <laughs> and we're not five year olds. Let's start taking Dimetap again. Remember when yeah. our parents used to give us that as kids? Is that is that even still around? I don't know. I used to love it. The grape flavored one. Oh yeah. Laying in bed be like, Ma, hit me up with another shot of that Dimetap. I can't wait to get sick. This children book's really taking a new meaning. Here, chase it down with some of mommy's beer. <laughs> yeah. While you're gone getting my Damatap, I took a couple swigs off your Budweiser. 80s babies, we had it made. Let's talk tax fraud, because that's just a great topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so many celebrities do this. When you have so much money, why don't you pay your taxes? Well, yeah. you don't keep a lot of money by giving it up. Well, because <laughs> we hear about this all the time. I mean, several different, they're guilty on several different things. So this started in 2019, the rumors of it. And his wife's name is Julie, by the way. So uh, they've been in trial the past three weeks and they've just been found guilty of tax evasion, bank fraud, and several other charges that wow. are listed here. And even their accountant is in trouble. <sighs> Man, that's probably I love his the real name. person. I love his name. Peter Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, he's been found guilty of related charges as well, aiding and abetting the filing of the false tax returns. So that's probably where this is all falling. They it's weren't reporting effort. everything. So they have those three TV shows, Keeping Up with the Chrisleys, Growing Up Chrisley, and then that Love Limo that uh-huh. hasn't started yet. Oh, may never. It may <laughs> never pull out. Oh, don't have the sentencing set yet, but crazy. All that money, yeah. and you don't pay your taxes. I know taxes suck. That's what I know. And also, I know this, uh, early part of my band stage, we start playing shows. We're not getting paid anything. Literally, it was like paying for our bar tab is what we were getting paid, and we weren't making money. We were just doing it to play music. But then years later of us screwing around, doing music stuff, all of a sudden they're like, hey, do you have you been paying your state sales tax? And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, I have to pay 6.5% sales tax on everything I make in the state of South Dakota. And when you file it, you have to signify like what city you're in. Every city, maybe you're out of the city limits. So it's just a 4.5% state, you know, whatever. There's this whole thing that I had no clue. So for years, I'm not paying taxes. <laughs> and I had no clue. When I file my federal taxes, nobody mentioned it because it's completely separate. So I had no clue. So I could have essentially been brought in on tax fraud, but I've been paying ever since. Well, yeah. maybe this is one of those you know situations where it wasn't intentional. Yeah, that's I guess completely what I'm at least by this Chrisley guy. Obviously, oh. it was if the accountant well maybe, is getting charged well, as well. Well, yeah. yeah, trying to cut corners and yeah, probably I, went a little bit too far. I feel like unfortunately in this situation, Chrisley's probably getting thrown under the bus, say the proverbial bus. And the bus driver is the accountant, you know, mm-hmm. and he's the one that should have taken care of all of this. All of a sudden, they're like, Chrisley, you haven't been paying your taxes. And he's looking at his accountant like, so uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what's going on? I think we're all a little guilty when it comes to doing our taxes because we hate them. Raise your hand if you have lied about how much 
charity you've donated? <laughs> okay. Well, well, well um, one of us raised our hands. We're not going to tell which one. So <laughs> I think taxes is weird, right? <laughs> because it's like the whole time we're just trying to get our money back from the government. That's what we're doing. But at the same token, it's a weird – they're keeping our money all year. If you talk to an investor, paying taxes is horrible. Like having taxes taken out of your money is a horrible. You should just pay in at the end of the year because otherwise the government's making money on your money, yeah. right? That in Which that's on you if that's what you want to do and or And they not. can just print more if they want more. Yeah. and then <laughs> Or they say, you know, you should iron that out where you know at the end of the year you don't get money back. But some people live – for that tax return they live for that big amount back like yes i know some people almost double their income because say that maybe they're a single father single mother and it's a weird tax it's a weird deal it is have you guys ever gotten a tax return back and been like yes no like never. i did not expect this never this good I, I always owe money I every time i i have i've gotten a return back a long time ago when i was single because of college and stuff like that there's a, a back then i don't know if it's still the same thing but you can get quite a good tax return on it i paid my motorcycle off i need to have more kids so brandon likes the smell of Velveeta cheese who don't i don't i'm with him on this you like the smell too i just like the cheese in general cheese i just know that the scent whatever it may be it's Velveeta, and in my mind i'm like yes daddy's about to get some runny good cheese just mm. well they've, they've made a nail polish that smells like Velveeta cheese i'm in that would make me feel like I need to wash my hands all the time. Even if so, you could like put it on your nails as a dude or a girl, and no matter what you're eating, is gonna taste like Velveeta. Will it mess with your senses? Probably. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen someone unhappy eating Velveeta cheese? I can't say I have. No. Velveeta cheese is not even real cheese. So? Nobody cares. It works. <laughs> you can't even melt it properly. It's li- yeah, you can. Like the it's, big block of cheese, you can. Yeah. But what about oh, the yeah. slices of velvet? Oh, no, we're talking no. about the block. I mean, either or, but yes. The, brick. the The big brick you melt, the slices you put on your sandwiches, and they're so much better. Or your grilled cheeses. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I'd Game rather changer. I'd rather have like some cheddar cheese. One slice of bacon, one slice of Velveeta cheese, and I'll eat anything. You wrap it around a dog turd. You might have a game here. I'll eat it. It's good. <laughs> what if you're like making out with a girl, Dylan? Okay, mm-hmm. and she's got her hands on your cheeks and she's giving you a nice passionate kiss. First of all, hands you're like, off. You're like, mm, <laughs> what is that smell? Are you gonna like that what smell? What is that smell that's getting me? Or would like? you rather smell some perfume? Or what if the Velveeta cheese nail polish? ruins the perfume it doesn't mix well it wouldn't i mean amy here's here's where we got to go with this you know everybody has some character flaws all right and that's okay we can't Mm -hmm. change those things but just because you don't love Velveeta cheese doesn't mean you got to come after brandon and myself like this (laughs) i think it's gross no and here's the other thing too is what does a man want he cheese the way to a man's heart is through his tummy so why are you trying to poopery up some stuff and giving me Victoria's Secret scents? No. Give me some Velveeta cheese, some chicken bouillon. You know, I want some steak smell. Rub that on your yeah. neck. You want yeah. me to come up and make out with you, if baby? If you smell like come a truck on. stop hot dog and Velveeta oh, cheese, get on over here, love, girl. baby. Come on. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Hey, it's Brandon Jones with Home Slice. I've got Amy. I've got Dylan, the intern. And I've got the one and only, the myth, the legend, 
Flint Rasmussen sitting here talking about a little Deadwood PBR. Is Dylan really an intern, or is, is, it, or is yeah. it like the name Larry the Cable Guy, Dylan the intern? <laughs> no, it's, great it's, job. it's the intern. Great job. Yeah. Well, whatever, whoever you guys are, you're a beautiful trio. <laughs> Good to see you. I Thank love you. South Dakota. I love. I always said my entire adult life, I've said, I live in Montana, but I say if I... If somebody said you need to leave Montana right now, the place I would go is Western South Dakota. What yeah. made you want to do what you do? Uh, it, you know, there's assimilation of being in the the rodeo Western sports world. Now I'm in the PBR. It's a little like um, asking a kid whose dad was a basketball player, when yeah. did you decide to play basketball? You just kind of are there. It just happened. I didn't have much interest. My dad was a rodeo announcer. My brother is a rodeo announcer. He actually announces the rodeo in Rapid City in nice. the winter, Will. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. But I didn't have much interest in it. I was a sports guy, yeah. but I was music, drama. I had all those elements and the the Western sports world was my avenue to be in the entertainment business. Yeah. I just wanted, I, wa- I really wanted to be a rock star uh-huh. and that didn't work. Don't um, then all. I wanted to play in the NFL. Obviously that didn't work. So like, here I am. But yeah. talking about the Deadwood PBR going on, it's the seventh annual going on up at the days of 76 rodeo grounds yeah. in Deadwood. Always a good time. Such a beautiful place, a beautiful area for a rodeo. And it's the PBR. Yeah. It, it, that's the big thing. It's Deadwood. And this this year, it's beautiful up there. Took a great picture out my hotel window this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, but, and the thing is, our main PBR tour, the elite tour that's on TV every week that goes to New York and Chicago and L.A., it's on a break right now. So there's events like this that are, that's where we guys qualify to be on the big tour. Yeah. So the guys, there's a lot of guys uh that are our main guys that people see on TV that come to this for a couple reasons. There's really good money. They mm-hmm. win a lot of money. And it's Western South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, that's the truth. Our guys, they have hearts and souls, and they love coming up to Deadwood mm-hmm. to hang out, to to take it all in. They're tourists, too. Well, and gambling? Could... <laughs> gambling, yeah, 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 most definitely. I was going to say, you could take your winnings, walk right up the street, and double your money. Yeah, or Lose just contribute or... to the South Dakota economy. <laughs> yeah, or pay yeah. the light yeah. bill. Yeah, yeah. and, and so it, it really, not just the quality of bull riders and Chad Burger bucking bulls, all of that oh, stuff yes. that we advertise is right there, but really, it's, it's just real entertaining. It's a great feel. So if yeah. they wanted to get more details on the Deadwood PBR, you should go to... DeadwoodPBR.com. How'd I do? Yeah. Look at me. Look at that. Beautiful. Wow. Rolled right and off your I, tongue. I get asked a lot, like, what can we expect? Uh, I, I always say, I don't know what to expect. The one thing that I expect and I can guarantee is we are going to have a big party and we want everybody to be in that party yeah. with us. With it's going to be fun. <laughs> well, well, that's it. Then you just got to go to deadwoodpbr.com, get your tickets, find out more information, but don't miss out. It's only Friday and Saturday, that's so right. you're going to catch any of this action. There's only so much room. Tickets are going to go fast, so make sure you get your tickets now and enjoy the party with Bulls and Flint Rasmussen and it's going I messed up your last name. Enjoy no, you're the good. Bulls that was and close. Flint Rasmussen. That you were uh, you were way closer than a lot of people. Or, what how do people screw up your last name? Um Rasmussen, oh. Ramsusen. Ram, <laughs> I mean do I, and uh, don't you know who I am? Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. What, come on. Like, you know what yeah. I Brandon? Uh, it's Flint like share 
Madonna. <laughs> it's just Flint. It's just Flint. Just yeah. single name. That's, That's it. funny. I'm a single name. I'm a logo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And thank you so much for swinging by. Good to by see you guys. In. Honestly, love it around here. I, I'm a South Dakota fan, and uh, it's yeah. good to see you guys. South yeah. Dakota is a fan of yours. Flint, we love you. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. It's really good to see you, honest. But you don't love us back? I, I love... <laughs> I love you, too. (laughs) Now we're happy. Are you guys midnight snackers? Yes. Mm. We got a yes. Mm. How about you? I would say no, but define midnight snack. I don't... What do you mean? Like, are you going to bed at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and then at, let's say, midnight or whatever, middle of the night, you wake up and you're like, I gotta give me some chips. Yes, that person. I'm not that person. You're waking up. Me either. I don't do it. I don't. But Dylan, what do you... You do this, and then you get no, up. No, no, I don't wake up from a sleep and get food. I guess I should say I might be laying in bed watching Netflix or YouTube or something like that, mm-hmm. and maybe about an hour before I'm supposed to go to bed, I might be like, you know what? I'm hungry. I might go get right. some this chips. This might or be something. ten, eleven o'clock. Yeah, at night. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's but go. Let's go up. with that definition then. Okay. So you're you're up late. Mm-hmm. You need to snack. Maybe you'll go to bed soon. Getting back from having a beer in yeah. quotations with your friend happens to turn into too many, and it's midnight. Maybe like us at my house, you get home from the Morgan Wallen concert. Yeah, you need a snack. You need mm-hmm. a snack. I mean, you're not saying, "Hey, let's get some noodles and let's make spaghetti," but you're like, "Who wants a sandwich or something who, quick? Yeah, something quick or microwave and hot pockets or, or some something. leftovers." What are you going Lefties. for, Dylan? Hmm. That's tough, man. I mean, if there's like some jerky laying around, that's a good one. That's a go-to for me any time of the day, really. Jerky is well, I did hear you mumble over there pizza rolls. Yes, oh, pizza rolls. My husband loves pizza rolls. Toss those babies into the air fryer. Mm. I could probably go for like a sandwich. Yeah, after a good night of drinking, I try to tell my wife, and I say it in code: Can you make me pinto? What is that? Pinto is short for peanut butter toast. It's uh. That's what it is. That is good. And I'm like, Bay, can you make me some pinto? And then she always just rolls her eyes, like, ugh. And she usually she used to do it all the time. Now she don't do it anymore. You know, once I gave her a ring, she realized she doesn't need to make pinto. I wish I could get Douglas to make something. Oh, she probably says the same thing. You know, but I mean, hey, sometimes it's I'll have another protein shake when I'm trying to be healthy, but like I feel like I mentally need something or yogurt. Oh. Some Greek yogurt, throw some peanut butter up That's in that too thing. Healthy. Oh, yeah. Yogurt with fresh berries. What about like a tortilla with some cheese melted in it? Yes. Yes. Roll that like thing. With some salsa. So is it weird to me or like this? Middle of the night, you're about to go to bed. You don't need to take the cheese dip and put it in a bowl. No, you take the chips. You don't even need to take them out of the pantry. You open the chips in the pantry. You stand in the pantry door and you eat until your heart's content <laughs> with chips in dip into your mouth. You're eating it in content. And then you just close that cheese jar, put it back in the fridge, curls, hopefully close up your chip bag there's your midnight without snack. letting anybody else know what you just did yeah right? yeah as quiet then, as you can if you don't dirty a plate it never happened the calories don't even count yes. <laughs> so to, to be honest guys we're doing it all wrong yeah. this is this is the unhealthy way to be midnight snacking oh really Why? Yeah. there's See, a new article out about what we're supposed to be midnight snacking oh well i gotta guess i need to learn yeah i'll tell you guys in, in a little bit Okay, we've been talking about midnight snacky time as oh, you guys eat yeah. your, your Takis over there. Mm, so wow. good. <laughs> Underrated snack for sure. Do, do the little song that you did during break. 
Uh, oh, let's give them something to talk about. Something to We're talk talking about, about these these little rolled up taco things. They're like mm-hmm. chips, but little rolled up. And Everybody in the world knows what taco is. Covered in chili powder, practically. Oh, they're so good. They're spicy. With a hint they of lime. Me, they make me cough. They're good for you. Okay. If you have a cold, these things will clear you right out. This yeah. is not what you should be eating at midnight. Yes, mm. it is. There's a new article out. Sliced turkeys on the list. The protein fills you up, and then the chemicals in it help you sleep. Well, yeah, I've, I've had sliced turkey, or, you know, leftovers around Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. midnight. Everybody's You're asleep. You're about to go to bed. Yep. Veggies and hummus. Gross. Because it's low no, calorie. It's quick and easy. I don't really like that option. That sounds option. disgusting. No. Yeah. I, I like this one. midnight, I'm not eating that. Cheese and crackers. Cheese, they have a chemical in them that makes you sleepy. I never knew that. And you should choose a cracker that's high in fiber to keep your blood sugar from spiking. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I like cheese and crackers. Like a Trisket? Does the spray cheese count? Probably oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're talking more like Velveeta. charcuterie board cheese. <laughs> Velveeta. Cherries and pistachios. See, that does not Cherries. sound appealing. Uh, can we say gross? That sounds like diet food. Yeah. The only time I eat pistachios is in a pie. But they do say that cherries can help you sleep, so I might try that. They okay. have melatonin in them. Put cherries on the pistachio so you pie, choke on the count? pit. You're going to like this next one, Brandon. I'm in. Bananas and peanut butter. Let's go. That's my life yeah, is bananas be and peanut butter. Peanut butter also has that same chemical that I keep avoiding of saying because I don't think I'm going to pronounce it correctly. Just try it. Give it a shot. Tryptophan. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> the banana has potassium to relax your muscles and help you sleep. Have so, you ever bananas and peanut butter. Bananas kind of make me hyper, though. Yeah. Uh, cereal, but it has to be low sugar and eat it with milk, not dry. The calcium in milk helps your body produce more melatonin. Mm-hmm. Protein bars or snack bars, opt for ones with nuts and stay away from chocolate or coffee flavored bars. The caffeine in those might keep you up. Okay. Wow. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Did you know that eating six bananas is equivalent to drinking a Red Bull? Oh my gosh. I can't even even imagine eating six bananas. Have you ever ate such a, a fresh banana that your mouth is dry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Your mouth is raw, is what I meant to say. Like, raw. Like, have you ever had a banana that is just so fresh? It's It, like, gets at your gums and stuff. Yeah. it's kind. Of, have you ever had a plantain? Nope. Oh, they're so gross. <laughs> I've never, what? I bought some on accident because I thought they were bananas. Mm. And then I got, a, got them home, and they didn't rot on the counter like normal. Uh, they stayed yellow for like... Months. A week, two weeks. Wow. <laughs> Weird. I'm like, what's going on with these bananas? Mm. Hey, so they, were, if, they were plantains. If bananas and peanut butter is a good midnight snack, what about bananas and Nutella? Oh, oh I could I, I could crush Imagine that. just dipping that banana in that Nutella, pulling it back out. And ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so are you guys going to try to eat healthier midnight snacks? Yeah, maybe. You know, if I could control myself, uh, yeah, I would. Some of those were some good ideas I could try out. I mean, the cereal thing might be hard because I like sugary cereals like Cookie Crisp or yeah. like Tricks or Cinnamon cereal. Toast Crunch is A1. Honey Gross. Bunches of Oats. Oh, Get at me. Throw some milk on that baby. Whole milk. Mm. Anyways, pass me a talkie. I feel left out. Yeah.
It's time for another health adventure update. Whoop, whoop. What's up, Broomstick Amy? How's things going over there? <laughs> I have graduated from the broomstick. Shut up. Yes. Got a mop? The last time I was at PT. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's wet, so maybe it's heavier. Uh, oh, it's not cool. <laughs> but the last session at physical therapy, I was uh, doing lap pull downs, and oh, I'm nice. doing rows. Yes. So it was a step up. And what- arm bike. Nice, which is what you want to do. You miss the rows. Yeah. So that's cool. I don't think I'm I can go to like a, a like a boot camp or anything like that. Yeah, not quite yet. Or jump on the row machine, but I could probably ride a spin bike. I could do nice. some really light weights, you know, like right. the tiniest ones. Mm-hmm. And then do the heavy ones on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Work that's your way up. Awesome. Nice yeah. and gradual like. Yeah, so I'm going to start go. going back to class. Way to go. Are you? Well, like I was going to go yesterday and then we got stuck in a meeting and yeah, stuff, we did. so well, hey, after Brandon's been holding down the fort. We've been yep. gone, so I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a girl that I swear looks like your. It like she could be your sister. Really? Daughter, maybe, but she's. Maybe she You're is. not old enough, but I don't know. But either way, there's this girl in class that's been kicking my butt every time she's there, and she looks like her eyes are like the bluest skies, like you would see on a picturesque evening, you know. And then the outfit she 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 could sell a million of those freaking yoga pants. But anyway, she's in there working out and kicking our butts, and she makes me work harder because she's actually really nice and she's super cool. But uh, it's like when you can't keep up with this little girl next to you, it really makes you check yourself. You're like, I probably should add more weights on the bar. Then. I feel like somebody's trying to steal my best friend. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you better get back in there because she's stealing your best friend. I'll, I'm a, yep, let's this, go do some This sit-ups. gives me motivation more than anything else. Let's go. Nobody's taking my bestie from me. That's right. Or my workout buddy. I've been yeah. working out. And you could tell. Special. I haven't lost any weight, but I think I've I lost that 10 pounds and I plateaued. But I think what it is is I'm, I'm doing that muscle gain fat loss kind of situation because I still feel different. But I've but I've just I don't the numbers on the scale aren't dropping. But I like I know when I go to rub my testosterone on my arm, I'm like, dang, look at these arms, son. I'm getting rock up in here. You know that we're gonna be cream twins. We're gonna because, be cream twins. Yes. I'm sorry, you're, what? You're, you're rubbing. Tes- oh, you're rubbing testosterone. You're rubbing testosterone cream on your arm, and I'm rubbing, uh, I don't know what kind of cream it is, but rubbing that on my shoulder. Like muscle some, rub some cream. cream? We should put the cream on together. No. <laughs> Look, our significant others might have a problem with it. <laughs> Man, cream twins, that is a new, that is a new one. That Dr. BJ, if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. I think that's pretty clear, yes. Uh, okay, all right. And who's this? What's going on? They're teacup Yorkies. So you have some dogs. Is this a relationship problem between you and another and some dogs? I wouldn't say that. Okay, then what would you say? Fecal matter on the bed. Oh, well. Uh, you know, some people are into some pretty weird things. I'm not here to judge. It was clear. Uh, so uh, the, uh, the the stuff was clear on the bed? Well, hey, it's easier to clean up that way, I'd say. <laughs> so grotesque. Well, I would assume if anybody craps on the bed, that's kind of gross. I poured myself a large glass of wine. I mean, I like wine, too, and a, and a good glass of wine always helps calm the nerves a little bit, but it might make you say things you regret. A mega pint. A mega... 
okay? Make a pint of case so you're going to get wild. And you've got clear poop on your bed. And I don't know, <laughs> are you fighting with somebody? What's going on here? It was so bizarre. I bet it is bizarre. Very bizarre. This conversation's bizarre. I don't... Fecal matter on the bed. Uh-huh, you've said that. Yeah, this would be the second time. No pun intended. And she tried to blame it on the dogs. Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. So this whole time, I thought it was the... Like I said, some people are into that kind of thing. I'm not here to judge, but he's had me going down a dog tunnel. Okay, I get it here. You need a little help dealing with the old Cleveland steamer, they call it. So grotesque. I bet it is. Did you lay saran wrap down, or is it just straight up on the sheet? It was so bizarre. Very bizarre. I, yeah, yeah, I get that. Very clear. So, the cleanup, might as well just get new Fecal sheets. Fecal matter on the bed. I gather. Let's just get new sheets and give her another shot. You know what I'm saying? I poured myself a large glass of wine. Oh, for crying out loud, we get it. You're getting drunk and you're partying and your party gets a little weird. Hence, the fecal matter on the bed. Let's talk about your relationship with your loved one. A mega pint. Uh-huh. You have a lot of love then, or is that a lot of wine? A mega pint. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and conclude that you've got some issues and go ahead and set you up for a whole afternoon of appointments with me. A mega pint. Okay, I get it, a mega pint. You got crap on the bed, it could be the dogs, but she's saying it's her, and you want to come in here. You know what, how about this? Swing by the office. Crap! Hey guys, you ready? It's time to let the cat out! Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Johnny Depp turned 59 yesterday, and Amber Heard dropped off her gift. It's still steaming on his doorstep. Actually, Amber doesn't need to give him a gift this year because she already did. It's her testimony. (laughs) She should have got him new sheets. Nick Cannon says he's involved in each of his kids' lives. In fact, he just rented a tractor trailer to take them all to the park. (laughs) Imagine Nick Cannon with a CDL. (laughs) Snoop Dogg revealed the secret to his 25-year marriage. And that secret is to be so high you don't realize you're married. I didn't even know he was married. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Neither did I, man. For shizzle. For shizzle. (laughs) Aquaman 2 deleted Amber Heard's scenes. I know this because Amber Heard said Aquaman 2 did not delete her scenes. (laughs) And finally, Jada Pinkett Smith wants Will Smith and Chris Rock to reconcile because she thinks, hey, that might make a kick-ass threesome. Maybe. And that is the cat is out of the bag. Well, look who it is in Studio 4B, Dr. BJ. How's your day going? Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, did you get uh, did you get a call earlier? I get calls all the time. Why? Somebody calling about their their dogs. Was I you guys? The mega pint. Oh my god! I was so frustrated. I had no idea what they were even talking about. I really expected somebody to show up with some serious issues. They had fecal matter on their bed. <laughs> yeah, have you not been watching the Johnny Depp thing? Not really, no. Who's Johnny Depp? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, that's a conversation for another time. You got some love advice? 
Yes, I do. I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good to be here. You know Father's Day is coming up next weekend, so it's time to give them some love. Fathers do a lot sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so, ladies, it's time to make sandwiches and go to the so do some fun. Could be time for a new grill, a tie, maybe a pair of dress slacks. What is the problem? That stuff is all boring, but good stuff. Maybe step it up a notch this time, ladies. Maybe buy him a massage or get him some new whiskey, possibly a hall pass. Amy, would you let your hubby go run amok in Vegas or maybe Deadwood just to have some fun? You know, yeah. like a hall pass for Father's Day. Go do whatever you want. Yeah. That would be the ultimate Father's Day gift. So as a father, then buy us a hall pass. Let us go run amok. We don't care. It's actually kind of free, you know. <laughs> it's also a gift for the wives because the husbands are out of the house. Yeah, we're off doing whoever and whatever we want. <laughs> I'm Dr. BJ, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Received some very cool news about a new quarter that's being released on Monday. The U.S. Mint, they're releasing a new quarter honoring former Cherokee Nation leader Wilma Mankiller. Sweet. It's going to feature George Washington on the front and then her on the back, along with the seven-point star of the Cherokee Nation. And if you didn't know, she was the first woman ever to serve as principal chief of the Cherokee Nation, serving from 1985 to 1995. And then she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1998. Wow. Wow. So this is like recent history stuff. Yes. That is so cool. That's huge for women of the Cherokee Nation. Well, Hey, Amy, you know what's also really cool? What? The Cherokee Nation is the largest tribe in the United States with more than 390,000 tribal citizens. Wow, you're doing your homework over there. Yeah. I know the the tribes of my ancestors are part of the Choctaw Nation, which is also in Oklahoma. Wow. That's cool to think. It's cool for women, one. And cool for for Native American for Indigenous. It's it, that's really cool. Yeah, that that it's going to be on that quarter. That would be, especially if you. I'm not one that collects coins or really much of anything, uh, but it'd be cool if you were a coin collector to get that. I know. We, I know. We have the Buffalo Nickel, which they also call the Indian Head Nickel. That actually features three different Native Americans: Chief Iron Tail of the Ogallala Lakota, Chief Two Moons of the Cheyenne, and Chief John Big Tree of the Kiowa. That's super cool. Now we have that, a woman. Now it's great. That's awesome. I'll be I'll be looking for that one. I hope I come across one and me too and get one. I think it'll be cool. And I'm not going to spend it either. I'm going to keep it. And now I'm going to have a reason to look through my change instead of just dumping it in my center console. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to not only the women of the Cherokee Nation but all women. It's time for our Tuesday teacher spotlight, which we do every Tuesday because teachers are awesome and they need to be appreciated more. I think, right? Yeah. Yes. And you found a really awesome story today. I did. I mean, all teachers are amazing, and this just shows how amazing they are. It's David Green is a history teacher and a father of a 16-month-old girl who was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia six months ago. And his daughter is getting treatment about 100 miles away from their home, and uh, he needs to kind of be there. The parents need to be there and help out, but, you know, there's only so much vacation, there's only so much sick leave that a person has. 
So the teachers at his school banded together and donated 100 sick days to the family so that they could be there with his daughter the whole time. That is so cool. Yeah. The mother, the wife of the husband, said, "Uh, we were blown away with the response when we received all the sick days. We were hoping to get a couple of days here and there, but once we received all that, we knew that he could be there right by her side the whole time, and that's really what she needed is a good dad or a mom right by him. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's just cool that teachers, that's how they are. You know what I mean? It's it's always somebody, everybody else first. That's how teachers are. Yeah. It's students first. It's coworkers. It's whatever. You know, and that's how they, that's why teachers are amazing. Not only do they reach into their own wallet to pay for supplies, now yep. they're reaching into their own vacation. Yeah. You know, to, to help out other teachers. When way one cries, they all cry. Thank you, teachers. Yeah. If you have a Tuesday teacher spotlight, please send it in to us. You can email either Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. U.S. Marine Corporal Trent Lessard hasn't seen his mother, Cindy Lessard, since his wedding day almost a year ago. Then he couldn't visit after because of the pandemic. So when he finally got the okay to visit home, He surprised his mother by visiting her at work without telling her he was back home. With the help of his mom's co-workers, Trent planned a surprise reunion. And as Cindy waited for what she thought was a work meeting, her very own Marine walked in. (gasps) If you think the sound of that reunion gives you goosebumps, you should see the video. As I read into this story a little bit more, I found out that Cindy and Trent have a very special bond. They've been through a lot together. When Cindy and her first husband were unable to conceive, they were thinking about other options. Then one day, a pregnant woman walked into the clinic where Cindy was working, hoping to give her baby up for adoption. It seemed the stars had aligned, but sadly, tragedy was just around the corner. Before the adoption was complete, Cindy suffered a devastating blow when her husband passed away. As if the loss wasn't bad enough, it meant she had to reapply to adopt a child as a single mother. The process took five long years, but eventually the adoption was finalized and Trent and Cindy became a forever family. Trent had wanted to go into the military since he was a teenager and Cindy backed him all the way. Today, she couldn't be more proud to watch him as he follows his dreams. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.